You're listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. Visit us at mashthosebuttons.com. dedicated to the TV show The Mandalorian and all things Star Wars, this one specifically being about the Bad Batch. I am your host, back from vacation, uh, Adenar. I'm joined by my other two co-hosts tonight. We got Corey Treadway, better known as Kurabara. How you doing, Kura? Pretty good. Glad to have the third guy back here. But I really actually miss your, uh, your here on here, Adenar. That's- yeah. I do love talking about me, talking about some uh, some Star Wars. Yeah, we ragged on you a little bit, but you know, it's more fun to rag yeah, on you to, when you're in your, when you're actually here. It's to be expected. You know, it's what mm-hmm. we do. <laughs> uh, and then we also have Jake, better known as Death Squad. How you doing, Death? I'm not doing too bad. You know, hobbling around a little bit, but other than that, I'm good. There yeah, you go. Yeah. Oh, he because why are you hobbling around? Well, I had like a 1,300 pound cart run over my foot on Saturday at work. Which was two hours before I went on vacation. So, <laughs> great way to start it off. <laughs> can you can you sue someone over this? I feel like no, you could get money out of this. I could just call the manager an ass for trying to be... I feel like you need a... I don't know. Did you fill out a worker's comp? Because you really should do that. Oh, you damn right I did. Good, good, good. Oh, okay. good, good, oh good so this was work-related. This was work-related. Was work-related. Yeah, this was okay. 100% work. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, I don't think you can sue your employer. You can for certain that. things. You can, but you're not gonna. It's not like a. It's not like you were visiting a store and it no. something ran over your foot. You could sue them for every penny they no. got. This was negligence on his part. Mm. Fair okay. enough. What? But moving on, Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, so let's just start off. I, I want to welcome any of our first time listeners. Uh, if you want to become part of the Clan of Three community, make sure to join us over on Discord at mash.gg slash Discord, where you can meet the host and we can talk Mandalorian, Bad Batch, and really all things Star Wars, basically just memes yeah. at this point. Also, though, this is not our legal podcast, so we can't give you actual legal advice, so please don't ask us about legal advice. Yes. We are not <laughs> lawyers. Yes. That would Might be play one on TV. One of us was. <laughs> um, so before we get into the newest episode of Decommissioned uh, that released this week, um, you guys both went over the last two episodes, uh, Cornered and Rampage. And I will say this: I I'm going to give my thoughts on them. I probably would have been better off taking a nap. Than watching these episodes. It's fair. Um, they were, they didn't really build anything. Yeah, well, like, um, well. like, okay, for instance, yes, in uh, the fourth episode, we see Fennec Shan, which we knew was coming. We knew she was coming because that was teased in the, the trailers and stuff like that. That's really all that we learned on that one. Really. Like, and we haven't seen Fennec since. I, I have a sneaking suspicion we'll see her again or not. I don't know. But it's it's basically what they're doing is they're showing, and this is probably one of the biggest problems I have with the Bad Batch so far, is 
that they haven't addressed is they're running from the Empire. They're they're like, we need to be on the move. We need to escape from them. You're not actually showing the Empire chasing them. Or doing anything, really. Yeah. Like, you're not seeing the Empire come after them. Yeah, I guess that's why the biggest yeah, thing. The, the, yeah, the only thing you're really seeing is for, is Fennec, but Fennec, I believe, got if I remember correctly, because this was a couple weeks ago, she was hired by the Caminos. We don't know to find Omega because it, it, uh, Fennec wasn't after the Bad Batch. Yeah, but that actually, she was after Omega. Yeah, but that was not actually confirmed even then. We don't even know if she was hired by the Caminos. That's our mm-hmm. assumption. We don't know. Yeah, I mean, she wouldn't have been hired by the Empire to only take Omega because the Empire doesn't know about Omega. Like, this is the Kaminos, like... That's fair. Like, ace in the hole. So it was either hired by the Kaminos or a third party to be named later. Yeah. I guess, like, Um, one thing I'm like, no, is, like, there's no threat. Nothing feels threatening. There's no... Conflicts are very minimal. And... Like, how'd you feel about the uh, the, the Rancor? Because, like, I thought that was a great opportunity they could have used, and they wasted it. That was possibly the worst episode of the season. It was it was just pointless. You you it didn't progress really any storyline other than that the Bad Batch needs money. That's all it did, and it didn't tie into anything that. Star Wars fans enjoy. Like, yes, it did show Bib Fortuna. But let's be real. That's that's nothing. Now, if and and it we do know that at at first I was like, oh, is this the Rancor that fought Luke? And it turns out it is not. So I'm like, it doesn't tie into any of that. I don't know why they didn't do that. Like, why didn't they tie it to Luke or tie it to the Rancor? I have no idea. Maybe because they made the Rancor be like all friendly and cuddly, and it would have been harder to sell like this friendly, cuddly, like Omega's riding the Rancor. I disagree. Actually, to what Luke to what Luke fought. I'm saying that makes it sadder. What I think better, like, oh, you were actually cool in the beginning. I feel bad that you get killed in the future. That's what mm-hmm. I would have liked a little more, but that, you know, would have been great. That would have made more sense than just. Having it I mean, do nothing. The, I mean, it actually just the, meant nothing, really. Yeah. The only redeeming quality of that episode is that we get introduced to Sid. Yeah. 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 Which is basically the, hey, I have a job for you person. Yeah, which I think we forgot to mention. She is played by a certain person that I forgot the name of, but you know who they are, yeah, right? It's, yeah, it's Rita Perlman. Uh, she was uh, Cheers. She's married to Danny DeVito. Um. <laughs> Short, oh, yes. short waitress exactly from Cheers. But yeah, now that you know that and you hear that voice, you're going to be like, that's Rita Perlman. Okay. Uh, so it is her. She's a voice. And I'm glad that she was back in this most recent episode. But I think my biggest knock on this, uh, on the Bad Batch so far, is that it's just, it's flat out boring. And 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 we had a talk in our Discord chat about this show is, you, this is the first Disney show where you're, it's not getting any social media love at all. Like when it releases, you're not going like, you don't have to avoid Twitter or Facebook and stuff like that for spoilers on Friday. No, like you did every other show. This is a long forgotten show. Yeah. It was like how. the Mandalorian. Wait, if, if I didn't watch it Friday morning before I went to work, I couldn't yep. do anything. I can't go on Reddit. Yep. I can't open Twitter. I can't 
talk to people. It's like, this is like, mm-hmm. hey, did you watch Bad Batch? You're like, what's that? <clears throat> and I think the big thing is, is it doesn't have anyone that interests people. Like, it doesn't have that titular character. Like, with the Mandalorian, you have the Mandalorian, which people love Mandalorians. This is a clone. Like, this is a show about clones. Yes, you were introduced for three episodes in the final season of The Clone Wars, but it wasn't like, okay, this is going to get people over. You yeah. just don't have that that character that people can fall in love with. But it isn't even that. Like, they are clones, but it's fine. I You can make them interesting. They're not doing anything. They're not really playing up their roles. Like mm-hmm. they're like they're all individual. They're supposed to be individual clones of their own personalities. And they're barely doing it. They're barely having tech do tech. Like he does like the minimum amount of tech. And mm-hmm. like Echo most takes care of most of that stuff, anyways. And Hunter is is like he's supposed to be the main guy. He is waste of space. He doesn't. He doesn't do anything. Space. He does nothing. And like he's supposed to be the leader of the group. Essentially, the main character of the show is Hunter. You know, an argument can be made for Omega at this point, but Hunter but is the even main Omega star the is being wasted. Like I feel like almost every character is not being used to their full potential, mm-hmm. and it's bugging me because it's like, like the premise, not a bad premise. Five by by five clones, specifically modified, sounds awesome. They're rebelling against the Empire, sounds awesome. But they're not doing anything right now. It's like, guys, come on. Yeah, this is probably the worst anime. This is the worst Star Wars series to date. Um, as long as you yeah. just continue the, uh, the the actual like the bad ones of like the uh, like the actually I don't know actually I think maybe droids and Ewok actually might be better right now. Yeah, the <laughs> only thing I could say that is probably worse than this is the Clone Wars movie. I don't know if you watched that. So they had the Clone Wars Years series, ago. but they had the Clone Wars movie. I forgot that was really bad. Yeah, it was it was pretty bad. Um but this is this is getting up there. It's just it's not keep, like I it came out Friday. I actually didn't watch it till Monday and I wasn't like I need to watch this. I was like, okay, yeah, I'll, I'll watch it today. Like I'm I'm fine with watching it today. I don't need to watch it right away like I do with and and I think we're spoiled by Disney. Because legit every like Marvel and Star Wars program that they've come out with has been one of those. I need to watch this day one. Yeah, and it's like like the day it comes out, I have to watch this. Like, do you think they're they're, they're conscripted by their time frame of only like twenty twenty five minutes at best? No, because they they did it with Clone Wars. They did it with Rebels. Yeah, I, but those... I think the the problem is that there's nothing really exciting going on. Mm-hmm. Like they'll have these small bits of action, but in the big scheme, it just doesn't feel like it has any impact on anything. I think that's what it makes it try to talk about, like the, the time frame. Like, it's, like I know a lot of shows, they can get a lot done in 20, 30 minutes. Yes. I feel like this, like they drag out things and then by the end, like, oh shit, we need to end the episode about, oh, about out of time. Yeah. So like this, they're going with, in my mind, they're going with the, the what they did in The Mandalorian. Is yes, there's an overtelling story, but each episode has its own, it's like its own mini episode. But like, you know, the Mandalorian would be like, okay, on this episode, I'm going to do this adventure. And then that's going to be that. And then you'll have a tease for something at the end. 
Yeah, but stuff um, usually has been happening in those episodes. But he, it's they also gave the Mandalorian an hour to do that, whereas in this one they're giving him twenty to twenty four minutes to do that. So they're they're trying to just squeeze in too much. Yeah. Um, I'm I'm not saying they can't turn this around, but the direction it's going right now is very predictable. I think, and just not something that. I'm not sold on this series. Yeah, I, I'm hoping they turn it around because I love Star. I love like stuff that's not that's not just Jet. That's not Jedi. It's like, mm-hmm. like one of my favorite comic series was like when the stuff when they had the commandos and stuff from the clones. Like, that stuff was awesome. Mm-hmm. Just seeing like just like they're like, like I remember the original like the recon soldier like these are just pure Django and they kicked ass. Yeah, and I think I'm even more disappointed in this series because the first two episodes were really good. Yeah. Like that was really good. Like that that scene where like Kanan as a young Jedi Padawan, like that whole thing. That was amazing to see all that stuff. Seeing the the Order 66 from the clone's perspective like that was amazing. And then it just giant. Well, like fact like the beginning the beginning of the series is them like taking on a full battalion of droids by themselves, kicking ass and all of a sudden Mhm. Like, yes, I get the fact that the crosshair is is gone there on the team. The crosshair wasn't the only member there. Why is now that you're missing your sniper, y'all can't do freaking anything? Yeah, needless to say, who have we not seen in like four episodes? Yeah. Crosshair. See, it would make it. Would, I don't know if they just had even a scene of him trying to figure out where they are, trying to trying to mm-hmm. cut them off somewhere. It would give it a little more gravity. But these are supposed yeah. to also be like more independent, more freak thinking clones, but they seem to have harder times making decisions or doing anything than regular clones who aren't having like modifications or like that one, the one clone we met before, the uh, Cutter, I think it is, or was. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. I think it was Cutter, the, the guy who's living with his family. Yeah. He was more interesting. And he is not yeah. a, a, a effective clone. He's not supposed to be. He's just. Chloe's like, yeah, screw this shit, I'm out. Mm-hmm. So, all right, that's enough ranting and raving about the Bad Batch. Let's Fine. actually talk about the the show, the episode from this week. Um, which spoiler, not the best show. It's getting it, it, it did get better this episode. I do have to give yes. it, it did get better, but I like really yeah. like I'm gonna keep talking about it. Keep watching the Star Wars, like guys. You're going to lose people if you don't keep fix. Yeah. So, okay. Decommission starts off with Sid. Uh, well, with uh, Omega trying to use her bow training and stuff like that. Yes. And um, using a bow that I don't understand why they gave a weak, the weakest character a bow. It's supposed to be some well, kind she of... Sh- found well, it. yeah. She grabbed it off the slavers. We, we forgot to mention yeah, that she, last she, week. She, yeah. She grabbed it off the slavers. So she picked up the bow in the, the last episode. Yes, but even so, I feel like it's like, hey, you can practice this, but hey, here's a blaster to use right now when you're actually going on a mission. It's probably better to give I her don't that. Know. I feel I feel it's safer to give a small child a bow than a gun. Well, <laughs> yeah, no, I'd rather them have a gun because a bow that when you're pulling that back, you could just you've seen how off she's hit those targets. Yeah, it's basically <laughs> a blaster, anyways, just in bow shape. With more effort. Mm-hmm. Yeah. More yes. effort. Which uh, I'll get 
we'll talk about that at the end because I have a big problem with the bow at the end. Um, so they're doing that and she's struggling. And then Sid, I was glad to see Sid back and Sid comes in and it's just like, I have a mission for you. And Hunter's like, we haven't said we're going to work with you. And Sid's like, well, tough shit. You're working with, you're taking the job. And like, uh, apparently like good soldiers, they take orders from anybody, you know? Yeah. Yeah. They didn't really fight that that much. Yeah. So basically what it was is, uh, she sent, Sid sent them to, uh, retrieve a separatist tactical droid, uh, for its battle intel at a decommissioning site. We've seen this before a couple times in the Clone Wars. Uh, where they get the decommission, like uh, just the head of um, a Separatist tactical droid. I even think they did it in Rebels as well. Uh, for an episode or two, we saw it. Um, so yeah. it was. It's not uncommon for them to do this. So they get sent on a mission, and of course, they get there. And Kerr, you made the the best point. You have a bunch of droids protecting. A bunch of droids getting melted. Yeah, and droids are like not like our regular robots that don't have souls. These these things literally feel pain, scream, have emotions, and everything else. And it's like we're just gonna slaughter them all. Yeah. <laughs> also, one thing that's also interesting in this when they got to that planet, did you like how they how it's really easy to get through these these uh very security defenses by just get close to a ship, melt yourself on the bottom of a ship, slip by, no problem. What yeah, you, I mean, yeah, re- are you invisible all of a sudden? Like, once you detach, yeah. And like, I like how you can hear like uh, the the Empire's fighters from like a half a planet away, mm-hmm. but every other ship you cannot hear if it's within if it's uh, more than twenty five feet away from you. Yeah, like I get like a lot of their stuff is like <laughs> like vis- not visuals or using like sen- like use sensors to check stuff, but still, it's like. Really? Common sense here, people. Yeah, and we see that it's look, still, look over the horizon. Right. And you remember they did the same thing in the uh, Empire Strikes Back with Han uh, with a million Falcon hiding from the, the Star Destroyers by just getting close to it. Right? They're like, oh, where did it go? It must have disappeared. No, no, it didn't. No, it's just it's like, it's gone. I guess so. It's like when you try to play the trick on the kids, where you're like, "Oh, which hand is it in? It's in that. Oh no, it's not there." <laughs> like, yeah. Mm-hmm. But did you like what planet we went to? Speaking of Han, uh, it's the Corellian decommissioning yeah. site. Yeah, where Han's Han and Han is currently on this planet as a kid, working for that little that gangsters in the sewers. He's literally on that planet right now. Is that is that the same time frame? Yeah, he's he's, a, he's technically a kid right now. Okay. Yeah, because he's older than Luke. Yeah. Because uh, Luke would have uh, essentially just been born Yeah, um, when this is going on, because Luke was basically born at the same time as Order 66. Yeah, like, um, like Han is like, like, like maybe like three or four, like five. He's, like, he's technically on this planet somewhere as a kid. Hmm. Which is interesting. Like, it'd be nice to see like maybe a little hint of them there or something, but... uh. Besides that, I didn't really see, like, why are we bringing, why are we going to Corellia? It's like, you really, you feel like yeah. there'd be somebody, like, somebody related to Corellia out here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I think they just don't want to introduce too many unknown planets. 
Well, also, like, they could have also, since they're on the planet, they could have shown, like, a an old version of a Millennium Falcon on here, too, because this is where this place, it, it was built, was on this planet. So, uh, or even, like, a different version of it. I don't God, know. Who knows? I was kind of like, we're on Corellia. Cool. We're going to see cool things here. Nope. We're going to watch yeah. droids get slaughtered and be just decommissioned. Awesome. Yeah. And I can sum up the the... So the episode, I think, was 24 minutes. I can sum up 18 minutes of this episode in, like, two sentences. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. They infiltrate. They run into well-known uh, Trace and Rafa Martez from the Clone Wars. Yeah, I actually forgot about them completely. Until I like, like, These characters look familiar. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I Right. They uh, this is the the ones that Ahsoka joined up with in the final season of the Clone Wars. Uh uh and and like when Ahsoka left the Jedi Order and she helped them out. Mm-hmm. Um they were essentially smugglers. One was the I'm not gonna trust anyone, the badass, and which is the um the God Rafa. She's the the like I'm not gonna trust anyone and trace is the one who has like a heart, but still knows what has to be done. Yeah, uh, she because she's the one who saves Omega. Traces. Yeah, um, I was kind of considering but, if they were really related to Ahsoka too. Why not related? But like, R uh, sevens there. I was kind of curious because I was the one that Ahsoka had, and she had an R seven as well. I just don't know if it's the same R seven or not. Yeah, I mean, I think this is a one off for these characters. I don't see them reappearing. Um, which it was just weird to me. Like, why bring back these two characters? So what happens is Rafa and Trace are there to steal the exact same thing. And they fight over, they fight over the droid's head and then they have to fight off the, the, the droid police. You know what I thought was funny? That if the Bad Batch wasn't there, they would have made it out with that head. No problem. No problems at all. Mm Mm-hmm. It was it's also like, was weird here is I'm I'm kind of like thinking about too. This is the first episode in a while where the Bad Batch didn't suck at firing their guns or shooting things. Well, they're shooting droids. They're not shooting people. That's what I mean. <laughs> yeah. Like yeah, I just. Like, well, can't okay. Fight so, so yeah. Here's the thing. Droids. The clones were actually very good at shooting. Stormtroopers, which are different than the clones, are shit at shooting. No, no. What I'm talking about is the past few episodes. Oh, the, they haven't been able to hit anything. They've not been hit anything. They've been like a bungling fools with a lot of like the like non-droid characters. They've been like, what do we do? We instantly got captured by slayers in like five seconds. But now they're fighting droids are like, all right, hit every shot. Doing cool shit. I'm like, wow, guys, you're actually being troopers again. Nice. Yeah, I, I think Wrecker had the, the most interesting storyline that they continued. Yes. Is yeah. one he got over his fear of heights a little bit because he does have that fear of heights. Was that was that brought up earlier? I just don't remember. Yes, it, it was. was it, it was brought up earlier. Wrecker is not a fan of heights. No, it was brought up uh, in earlier episodes. Like I just I yes, it was that. brought up because you could see you saw like when they said, "Hey, there's that spot up there. Like there's a space in their rotation." When Echo says that, and he looks and it goes up, and he's like, "Oh boy." Like it, it's it's a callback. I forgot what episode it was about okay. to Wrecker's uh, fear of heights. I guess um, I forgot so, about that. So they go up there, and and that's very minor. 
it's i mean it may play into something else in the future but right now it's very minor but with wrecker you saw the continuation of the chip in his head and you know good soldiers obey orders and he's having like it's it's just hurting him so you're seeing him to slowly turn into what uh um crosshair basically what crosshair and what all clones are yeah like also that was like why does it like why does wrecker always like because what we were talking about earlier, like, I think, I forget, a couple of times, we were like, hey, Wrecker keeps hitting his head. Is that going to activate his chip? We were like, I think well, it's going to make his I think it's hurting him. And he's, like, hitting it to try and, you know, I, I don't know, like, well, I don't if think something's he, hurting. No, 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 no he's purposely like, hitting it. I, yeah. I think, like, hit the damage that he's taking to his head is, like, causing it to malfunction. Yeah, because he's literally, like, a lot of, like, mo- like, almost every episode, he has hit his head on something. Not usually mm-hmm. on purpose. He's like either tripped, fallen, something's run into him. He's like, he's taking a lot of brain damage. Like, I know he's supposed to be the, the slower member, but it's like, Jesus, this guy really needs to see a doctor. I, I will say this. I, they better, like, come to fruition with this wrecker, like, mm-hmm. chip next episode. I agree because I yeah, don't yeah. think I don't think you can drag out that one small plot point for th- over three episodes. They've been doing it for a long it's, time. That that plot, it, that plot point. It's been they, they six have, but like so far. It, they're really focusing on it this episode and, and the last yeah. episode. I think it was a couple episodes ago too that we had a tech was supposed to be working on something for those chips. Mm-hmm. Whatever happened to that device he was working on? I'm I, I feel that that's going to come back into play though. Yeah, remember they yeah but it's like, just like, like everything else, like with the Republic and all that. It's just all these things are just kind of going away. It's like yeah. I forgot about that the tech working on that. It's cause, yeah, he says like we should like we know that they're not affected, but they might affect us eventually. We should get this checked out. Like that's a good idea. Never talk. And also, about it'd be it a again. good thing to have they <laughs> come across any other clones. Be like, here you go, zap. Your chip no longer works. It's like the men in black thing to make them yeah. forget. It's like, <laughs> but also this episode brought a good point of now, like why actually Tarkin's not making the worst decision ever about switching out the clones. Was well, actually that droid, that, that droid right there. Mm-hmm. That's the last one. It's good. But like, if more people find those droids with the tactical data, it's like, Oh, someone has now knows how all our forces work. That's probably a bad thing. And can control all the droids. Mm-hmm. Just by owning that, yeah. Um, so, like, they use that to fight off the the police droids, and they escape. And Echo, being the wonderful cyborg, going cyborg, uh, that he is, uh, basically copied over all the tactical information. From that was that was the, tech. Tech copied tech. it. over. Oh, that was tech. Okay. Tech tech um, copied it over on only one stick, not two sticks. Didn't get a backup that I'm aware of. Maybe he copied the data over to him. No, I don't think he did because I think he figured that they would like uh, Rafa and them would keep the head and they would take that stick. Not thinking that the head of the tactical droid would get destroyed. That's fair. That's fair. Uh, So the tactical head destroy it gets destroyed. But then, you know, Rafa is like, we're doing this to fight the empire with the rebellion, which is not truly formed yet. So way too early for that. Yeah, way too um, early. Yeah. So, um, and at the end, uh, you know, 
Hunter gives the stick to Rafa, says you're going to do good with this. Mm-hmm. More good than what we're going to do by turning in this bounty. Um, Which, I mean, I think, uh, I mean, I saw coming. Yeah, that was fair. Like, I, I saw it coming. Once she explained that they're working with the Rebellion and stuff like that, and there was only one copy, I knew that Hunter was going to give it to her. Well, I felt like it was kind of dumb, though. I'm like, hey, why don't you just go go to Tech? You're like, hey, Tech, can you, can you copy it and make it have another stick, make another copy, give one to her, one to us? I was just well, because screw our Let's really not get into to. this. Let's not get into this logic. I mean, here, he sir. didn't really want to do this in the first place, so it's kind but of they, a, a screw but, you to Sid too. It feels, but they need money. That's yeah. that they made that very clear. They need money, yeah. so they're not getting paid. And technically, they're going to get paid to screw over the empire. So I don't see what the problem with that was. So whatever. Mm-hmm. Well, did they or did they not? So like, this is the cliffhanger of the episode is Rafa and Trace are in their plane and they do a communication saying we have the information and we got help by defunct clones. Uh, I just thought this was information that could be useful because I can tell you where they're at. Yeah, and then we saw and some we kind of don't like, know who it is. They have a dark outfit. It looks like they're wearing might be a partial dark. It it could be a cloak of any kind. I I mean I think in my mind I've narrowed it down to probably two people. To either Mon Mothma. I don't think Mothma's it'd be in this yet. Or Jar Jar Binks. No. I think our I think Argana is more likely or Maul. Bail Organa, yeah, uh, or Maul. I think if it's uh, like a bad person, it's Maul. I don't want it to be Maul. I don't either. I like. I was like, for first of like, could it be an Empire? I'm like, what? That would make sense. They're just, they're destroying the droid. Why would they even try to copy it? That's mm-hmm. they have the facility. They could just have it just pulled out. Yeah, I I really hope it's not Maul because I just want to be clear. I like Darth Maul. I do not need him in every aspect of every single series out there. They use him a lot. I, I liked, I liked, like. I like. He's him. all over the Clone Wars, mm-hmm. all over Rebels, all over. Well, he was at the end of uh, Solo. Mm-hmm. Um, was he in Rogue One? No, I don't think I don't he was think in Rogue One. I don't think so. No, I don't. Remember but and then they would put him in here too. Like, you can't just put him in every series that has essentially come out. Mm-hmm. Um, you're just overusing him. Yeah. What did What do you think, Dev? I don't know, man. It's like, I, like, I, I was confused as hell. I didn't know who those two were with them. Mm-hmm. But, but you, like, you wouldn't unless like, you watched Clone Wars. I didn't watch, yeah, I didn't watch Clone Wars. So I was, I didn't know. If, so I kind of figured they were probably talking to somebody Do you know who my Dark Republic. Horse candidate is? Ahsoka. See, that's what I thought, but I thought it was after you guys said that. Yeah, but, but uh, because I, I mean, I, she they like she worked with both of them. Like, so she we know that those two are friends with Ahsoka, and everything like that. We know that Ahsoka is friends with the clones, and she basically took the chip out of Rex. So she's like she would be very interested in like clones who don't aren't affected by the chip. Yeah, that'd be interesting if there was Ahsoka. That'd be interesting. I, that I, would be interesting. But uh, one All thing right. I was wondering too: Did you guys find it interesting when uh, Omega got trapped and got launched in the lava? But it's like, like that looks doesn't look too hot yet. It looks like you can stand on that. 
Oh, you can stand on it. Good. I thought the same thing. I'm like, she should be getting burned right now, screaming in pain, because that looked like it was hot. I mean, did you ever see Walk on Coals? Mm-hmm. Well, she did like, good, good shoes, I guess. Like good shoes. Her hands. She had her hands on there. Oh, everything. yeah. She did have her hands. Those should be burned up. Oh, wow. Yeah. Maybe she's <laughs> and All I was thinking user. was- uh, Force does not stop fire. Anakin's already proved that. He <laughs> lost part of his body to lava. If the most powerful, like one of the most powerful force users can't stop lava, I don't think a sub Omega is going to stop the freaking. <laughs> I just love re- like getting Kura worked up about this because I think Omega is going to turn out to be a force user and he mm. doesn't. I don't. Yeah, I'm probably going to be wrong, but it'd be funny if I'm right. I'm going to be mad if that is. I'm going to be so angry. I'm not going to be angry. Because I don't think she needs to be a force wielder, but it shows that they can make force sensitive clones, which leads into the Palpatine, like because he made a uh, bunch of clones. I just like I just don't care about that. I just like I just don't find it like a very interesting plot point. Yeah, but problem. it would be a way. Like I I I heard somebody put this put it this way. They're like. You know, the Mandalorian kind of fixed a lot of the prequel holes, <laughs> like all the like some of the, the holes in the prequel and stuff like that. Um, And the people are like, well, maybe the Bad Batch can fix some holes in the, the sequels. You know what they could do? They could just nuke the sequels and we just start all over. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. we all know that's not happening. I so. know, but I would like it to because it's so just. Yeah, and uh, I we we don't. You want to know what the most boring answer to who it was? Crosshair. That would be the most boring. Yeah, but why would he want it? Mm, why would the empire it, want it? Mm, They're trying to because it was crosshair. Them. I feel like he could like like could have just ha- got on himself and got the uh, the data. Unless he's his tro- his chip's not working as much. He's just trying to get some extra data and try to figure it out. Well, I think it doesn't. It, they didn't say we have like we have the information for you. It was more they were on the call with someone saying, "Hey, we have defective clones. Are you interested?" That's fair. That is very fair. I didn't even think well, about crosshair being a possibility. But. Actually, now that you say it, because remember the last time we saw a crosshair, he looked like he was starting to feel bad for his decision in the room yeah. with those uh, the other troopers. Yeah. Yeah, and then this could lead into the hunt that they're gonna like put on for the Bad Batch, mm-hmm. because we know that uh, Rafa and and is like double crosses everyone at all times. It's just what she does. So fair, fair. But that would be the most boring option in my mind. I don't know. But I, I mean, let's be real. There's not much other than this. There is that bow thing you said you wanted to complain about. I want to hear your complaint on the bow. Okay, okay, the bow thing. When they were escaping, and then all of a sudden, like she was like, "I'm my arms wobbly. I can't shoot straight. I'm gonna hit all things." And then all of a sudden, she's a perfect marksman with a freaking bow. Yeah, that part I was also kind of like. I was like, "What you you haven't practiced on it?" And they're like, "You have to ignore the distractions. Even without distractions, you weren't that good." It and now you're a perfect marksman. It wasn't even that. It was also like she could not pull it back. She didn't have the strength of those noodly arms. Yeah, it's just I'm like, "Oh come on, you guys suck." 
I mean, the only I thing get, I could I say it. is the only thing that I could I could say is her adrenaline's pumping, and you know that'll okay. give her strength. But that's, I mean, that's, that's just kind of pushing it. That is kind of pushing it. You know, I, I mean, we've seen this before with Omega, though. Like we have. Yeah, we have the blaster where she the the blaster which she's never shot, but when she, when stuff was going down, she instinctively grabbed it and had a better shot than crosshair. Um, so it, who knows? That may lead into something like her being force sensitive. I mean, so like I said before, um, she could be like the uh, clone that kind of assimilates like knowledge a lot easier. Like what she did, you know, how she's trying to learn how to track and all that, that episode with Hunter and, but. Yeah, I, I want Hunter know. also to be able to use his abilities better. I yeah. have better senses. You're not showing it. Yeah, I can't tell any of that. Um, so, but that, that, that was my complaint about the Omega and the bow. I was like, yeah. you just became a perfect marksman. Yeah, I forgot about that. That's a good, that's a very good point. She did become a perfect marksman out of nowhere. Like instantly, so yeah. Did you, did you guys like the uh, the one thing I think we didn't talk about was like kind of the opening scene was a little amusing, where just like a random person coming in, like who is this? Oh, just somebody gets shot at by Omega. Cool. Yeah, it's just like you're teaching her to use a bow in a bar. Yeah, in, in a casino kind of bar. It's like like yeah. and they're like destroying her machines. I guess she's not getting enough money off there. She did say shit about them blowing everything up. Mm-hmm. Who knows? I don't know. This needs this needs to pick up next week. It really does. Yeah. It's just something something of substance has to happen. Something, something dark side. <laughs> exactly. Something, <laughs> anything, something, anything. Dark just something side. just needs to happen. So, um, so do you guys have anything else you want to talk about on this episode? That's a resounding no. Yeah. <laughs> well, I, I, I basically like got all the Easter eggs we've already like talked about, and there was like, no, and there's not on. even really Easter eggs in this. That's the other thing is like there's occasional Easter eggs, but there's really not Easter eggs in this. Uh, you know, you said the R seven. That was really about it. Yeah. Like this type of droid was seen in this episode. Okay. They're all over the planet. It's cool. <laughs> well, I, I did like the uh, when they uh, used the, the uh, tactical droid's head to control the other droids. So like, oh, we're attacking droids now? Okay. Yeah, okay. <laughs> that was the only thing I thought was funny. So like I said at the beginning of the show, they've done that like three or four other times yeah. in, in different episodes. So like when they show the head, I knew something was going to happen. Like they were going to turn it on. Because they've done that in every other episode, they've done that. Um, it was very big in the Clone Wars because they were actually fighting Separatists. So if you got a hold of one of those, you could screw with the other actual army, not the the ones that are getting melted. Yeah, I guess the um, only difference between this one is it's like they're not fighting Separatists, and the Separatists are no more. This is like they're just fighting for their technically fighting for rebels now. So, mm-hmm. so, it's, so. so it's only by saying that's a slightly different. Yeah. Um, but if you guys don't have anything else, I think I might close this up for the night. Um, yeah. So we want to thank everyone for listening to the show. Uh, you can make sure to follow us on social media. You can follow Mash Those Buttons on Twitter, and that's at, at the Mash Network. 
or you can follow our show on Twitter at, at Clan of Three. Uh, you can follow me personally on Twitter, and that's at, at NR83. Kura, where can they find you at? Well, if they want to hang out with me for whatever reason, you can find me on Twitter at Kurabaras, K-U-R-A-B-A-R-A-S, or on twitch.tv slash Kurabara. That's also my YouTube. And you can catch me every week talking about Apex Legends on Dropping Spicy. And you can catch us there at our Twitter handle, at Dropping Spicy. Also, catch me talk about Mass Effect on Squad Goals with uh, Nick uh, Nick Wookie BH and uh, Chip from Wondrous Tales. So, fun stuff, okay. you know? Yeah. Uh, Death, where can they find you at? Um, they can find me on Twitter at Death Squad, the letter O, or on the Discord. I'm there a lot. Yes. You can also go there and watch as I show everybody else my new haircut and uh, everybody else compares their baldness compared to me for some <laughs> reason. <laughs> Just shave it. That's all you got to do. Just shave your head. Works wonders. It's very shiny. I could use. I could do my my choice shaving. See, it's not making fun. It's jealousy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Out of the three of us, you have the most hair. Yeah. Yes. I had more yesterday. So, now it's not. Now it's less. <laughs> yes. All right. So, like we said earlier in the show, make sure to join the Mash Those Buttons community on Discord at mash.gg/discord. Uh, make sure to share the show with others and rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. Which I need to check to see if we've gotten any reviews lately. I've been oh, bad at that since I've been on vacation. Um, but you can show your support by becoming a Patreon over at patreon.com slash match those buns. Tiers for available for as little as $1 a month. And we do have a Teespring store at teespring.com slash store slash match those buns. Make sure to please stay tuned after the show to hear about the shows on our other networks. I have spoken. Don't stop believing. Laters. Thanks for listening to a Mash Those Buttons production. If you enjoyed the show, you should check out MashThoseButtons.com and see if any of our other shows might interest you. All of our shows are available on your podcast platform of choice like Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and more. If you enjoy our content, you can help support Mash Those Buttons by becoming a patron at Patreon.com slash MashThoseButtons, where you can receive Patreon bonuses for as little as $1 a month. You can connect with Mash Those Buttons at Twitter.com slash The Mash Network, Facebook.com slash Mash Those Buttons, or join our Discord at Mash.gg slash Discord. 